You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome, everybody, to the 9to5 Entertainment System, the official podcast of Sexy Poop Selfies. What do we talk about, Scott? Sexy Poop Selfies. <laughs> we do. And we talk about Gene Wilder and Mr. Fuji and wieners and then kids. And then we talk about the Tragically Hip, John. We also talk about DJ Shadow and Crystal Castles and Sue George tribute to David Bowie and then the Get Down. We also talk about some movies, man. Yeah, do, do I have to mention them? Evil Dead 20XD6 and Knights of Badass. We sure do. All this and more on the 95 Entertainment System. What's up, guys? Sad news today, man. I'm, was it about Anthony Weiner? No. Nope. About Mr. Fuji? Mr. Nope. Fuji. Don't Fuck care. yeah. Nope. Gene Wilder just died. Oh, no. Yep. That was a moment of silence. Were you, was that? I, there might have been sarcasm in there. No, I'm just not Motherfucking like, Willy Wonka! Yeah, I know, for, but Mr. Fuji died. I already like had my day of mourning for I Mr. Know, Fuji. I was pretty bummed about that. <laughs> like, I watched the, the Hall, of Fame, Hall of Fame induction package mr Ooh, fuji, when who's I, was mr. fuji? Watched, I watched uh the the, the way the, more important i will explain to you okay who mr fuji is and what i watched i watched the it was a mania three yokozuna hogan match is that mania three or mania two literally six? nothing six wrestling seven? related seven is ever seven? as good yeah, way later because that's outside. Outside, outside, outside it's automatic yeah. or as important as gene wilder yeah exactly like literally none of wrestling mr fuji was a five-time tag team champion before becoming one of the most influential managers in all of professional wrestling, he, this side of Bobby Heenan. He managed Yokozuna. Okay, I think and I, Demolition. I kind of feel like all of wrestling is not as important as Gene Wilder. <laughs> That's fair. But I mean, but Gene Wilder... <laughs> <laughs> Gene Wilder, was, he's been, like, not... not like, his day is long past. Yeah, no yeah. question. I mean, he was, right? like, yeah. been, like, he's been fighting cancer for, like, a while, too. Right? Like, I, I think he, like, Alzheimer's-related like, complications, so. Yeah. yeah, he was, like, I remember him being, yeah. like, sick for a really long time. Yeah. Like, when you yeah. said that, I was, like, he's not dead already? Like, I kind of had it in my head. Like, I know that, like, he, like, health-related tragedy had already kind of, like, befallen yep. Yep. Gene yep. Wilder, like, previously. If you haven't seen Young Frankenstein, yeah, that is pure comedy. I was going to say, like, people, everybody immediately jumps at Willy Wonka, but, like... Because well, he's, like, a meme, too. Like, Willy Wonka lives on, like, today. Oh, for sure. <laughs> also, but also, Willy Wonka's the one that scars you in your childhood. Yeah, yeah it's pretty... It's pretty like, I left like, that theater screaming in tears. Okay, no, now that's a, a little much. That's a little I, I, just, remember, I just remember it being, tears. like, a little, like, weird and intense as a kid. I was like, whoa. Like, yeah, no, when Veruca like, Salt kind of scared me, like, when he yells at everybody, and then, like, the bad stuff happening to kids, yeah, I was like... If, no, you, when if you were reading a lot of Roald Dahl books, like, bad shit happens all over there, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. creepy, no, like, weird I, I, shit. I had read... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yeah. before seeing the film. So, like, none of the, like, grotesque shit that happened to the kids, ha- like, shocked me. But I was still, like, it was weird to visually see sure, it. Sure, sure. The tunnel scene, I remember, always stuck with me. Like, they're like, faster and faster. Where do we stop? Do we yeah. even stop? Nobody knows. And, like, and I was like, this is going on for a weird long time. Dave, it's full of stars. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. it's like some weird intensity. Uh, when Rukas all turns into a giant blueberry, I lost my shit in the theater. Mm-hmm. Did you think that you were going to turn into a damn? No, I thought I thought it was. <laughs> he wasn't a fat kid. I right? thought was 
I thought I was going to witness uh, a little girl exploding at the seams. Oh, wow, and, yeah. And I lost my mind. Just, to be fair, she made exploded. my father take me out of the theater. If she was going to explode. It was just going to be into like blueberry jam or something. Uh, well, I, must have I don't know, seven. man. It could have been. They could have gone like full python, and it could have just been vomit everywhere. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. I must. I must have been seven years old. Yeah. And I was like, we are leaving now. <laughs> had had yeah. you seen the Monty Python? Mister Curso, his name was. I forget his name. Just the, the wafer thin mint. The wafer thin mint. Had you seen that scene before? I was seven years old. Yeah, man. You were seven. I was watching Monty Python, python. at age seven. I don't know. I, Maybe not Probably seven, not, like not seven, but like I was like I was like ten, eleven when I was like watching Python. Seven's pretty young. Okay, but also yeah, you, no. you and, have then, to and consider... already another kid had got sucked through a chocolate tube, and yeah. everyone was like, "Well, that's what happens." Yeah. Blazing like, nope. saddles, blazing saddles, He's blazing saddles, saddles was another Young Frankenstein for me. The yeah, Young Frankenstein is really really good. What's the other one that he did? Fuck. You did a bunch of stuff with Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there that was like... in and of itself is something crazy, right? You got to be on your on your A game if you're going to be. Going one to one with, with Pryor. Yeah, but was it, what was their famous scene? The famous movie between the two of them. Uh, I mean, I know they did like a couple movies, but there's like one that like really, really sticks out. I think like one is poor and one is rich. Uh, I'm, I'm getting lost. Uh, anyway, um, so while we figure Young out Frankenstein, yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie for, mm-hmm. for me. Just ever, if, if you're familiar with the subreddit Gone Wild, there's a <laughs> subreddit called Gone Wilder. Which is not what you're expecting. Which is not at all <laughs> related to Although, Gone Wild. It's just pictures of Gene Wilder. <laughs> just like I was like, this is the greatest sub subreddit ever. <laughs> like, just due to the, you're like, oh, I wonder what this is. Oh, and like, and they all have like coy titles too. Just being like, like, like this one's like almost like too young to like put up here, and it's like a picture of him when he's like 15 and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is the best. What are you looking at? You know, uh, I'm looking up a little Gene Wilder stuff, and I'm not quite getting that. Name. The f- he's got a big filmography, though. He's got. He did one. Of the, he had like a stretch in the 80s. No, he doesn't. He only has 37 movies. Oh wow! Only 37 films. Like Brad yeah, but Pitt's when had you th- like 30. No, Brad Pitt has had way more than that. Probably. And and yeah. like Gene Wilder absolutely like cut down on the movies he was going to do. Like for sure, for sure, he had a smaller career than you would have expected. Interested. Yep. Anyway, yeah. While we look this up, and that's that's why we we're jumping all over Mr. Fuji. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Fuji. All right, all right. Get, no, get, you want to get it out of your system? Talk <laughs> about that. Is no, man. I actually, I, my plan <laughs> coming in off the top was to talk about Anthony Weiner because <laughs> he did it again. So who's Anthony Weiner? You don't remember? Oh my God! Oh dude. my God! The New York remember governor. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, Got caught sending dick pics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his yeah, name yeah. is Anthony Weiner. And his yeah. name is Anthony Weiner. And then he sent more. And then he sent more. Like, yeah, this I saw year. that today. Like, oh, my God. I was like, dude, what the hell? So, like, his political career in shambles. He's, like, now a stay-at-home husband to his wife, uh, Huma something. Who's like Abedin. Huma Abedin. Yeah. Who's on the campaign trail with Hillary Clinton. Like, it's still a respected politician. Yeah. So his political career just, like, torpedoed. And he's, like, a stay-at-home dad with his kid. And then he's sending dick pics still to, like, another woman who not only is it, like, another woman, she's also, like, it turns out, because people, like, figured out with her Twitter profile and all that stuff, like, an ardent Trump supporter. So, like, <laughs> you're like, what the shit is this? I'm like, how stupid are you? Like, what? I was like, I mean, like. Maybe he just really has a problem with sending pictures of his junk. He's just, like, really into it. Yeah, but, I mean, they're not all pictures of his junk. It's also, like, pictures of him in the shirt, like, yeah. flexing. And, like, she was kind of, like, sending pictures back. Like, it wasn't, like, a – it wasn't, like, a just sort of, like, surprise, my junk. Like, it wasn't, right. like, 
I mean, obviously, there's got to be some sort of like exhibitionism going on that he's done this again and again. But right. it's not. Just say like no. Just say, hey, can you send me a dick? No. Come over. Look at my dick. <laughs> yeah. <or whatever laughs> I am not sending you a digital picture. Whatever it takes to, to get him. To, but exactly, just don't. Like literally, like mailing a Polaroid would be like a <laughs> like. Because then they'd be like, oh, I get, I'd like to leak this, but I'd have to scan it. Versus like, I'm just going to have a scanner. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, just going to like, like post to Instagram. Done. Yeah. I'm just going to immediately like send this out to millions of people. I just, I can't believe I was like, holy shit. I was like, and it was super funny because uh, Carol had, um, Carol had posted this like warning video to like show your kids or whatever. Like that was talking about like not to ever how to get blackmailed yeah. like never ever ever send like compromising pictures of yourself on yeah, the internet it because it never goes away it, it never goes away and you yeah. don't know that person and even if you do know that person it might like that person could get their data compromised even if it wasn't like malicious of course on of course. that side and you're just sort of like how does a fucking former senator not know that? Like, you're like, this is a Twice. Video. How this does he not know it twice? This is a video <laughs> to show to children to be like, don't do it. It's really dumb. And he's like, yeah. oh, God caught again. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you need to show the video that you show kids in grade school. I, you know what? I don't find it that baffling at all. People, like, from the generation older than us didn't grow up with this stuff. So they're in that oh, still weird old man, like, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> kind, of, kind of phase, you know? Oh, my God. But it, it just so, like... Like, I'm, like, obviously, like, even just with, you know, like... More, more to the point. Why is he sending pictures of his own dick? Because, <laughs> right, let me say that. Because he's trying to do, like, whatever fucking... Yeah, yeah but if he, if he sent someone else's dick and got caught again, he'd be like, that's not my dick. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, he had in, like, face, like, full pics with her. Yeah. And apparently, like, a lot of the conversations were just, like, really mundane and everything that he was just having back and forth. But, like, I have never, like... Maybe at most I've sent like a picture of myself like in my underwear to a girl, and I've mm-hmm. seen that picture. Probably it was on Instagram because <laughs> it did not end well that relationship. <laughs> but yeah, it's on Instagram because <laughs> Instagram was a thing like a decade ago. It never goes away, Keith. What's Instagram? Always, Instagram? Like, I was waiting Instagram, for Instagram. Like, old Montreal boy pics on Instagram.com. Don't Google that. <laughs> But yeah, exactly. Like, because I've always like, I, I mean, like, it wasn't even like my parents who like instilled that fear of me. It was like an understanding. It was just being on the internet. It was an understanding of how the internet worked, which I was just sort of like, no, that's like fucking crazy. Like, yep. if they, these pictures like can and will resurface at some point, like I don't know what the fuck, when my future is gonna, what's gonna happen, and like I'll eventually have kids. Even like, like worst case, nothing bad ever happens. Just I don't ever want a chance of like kids to somehow find that like, mm-hmm. like oh, already our kids are gonna have to listen to all these podcasts yeah i'd be like hey you want to listen <laughs> to your dad talk for 100 hours about some nonsense there is no way they would listen to this you don't think you think how boring like can you imagine how like irrelevant yeah. social commentary is going like to be hilarious. like 30 like years like later spending a lot of time talking about batman wow <laughs> they were really into that mad max movie it was really not that cool i believe that it's gonna hold up well, i mean <laughs> like i'm not gonna say it's happening but let's say john has a kid and then gets hit by a bus right he's got like 200 hours of audio that yeah, kid yeah. could grow up and just be like i want to know who my dad is <laughs> this is <laughs> 200 hours of pure mad disappointment we're just reflecting Especially, like, you listen to some of the ones where you're just sort of like, oh, my dad's drunk. and Just, <laughs> just rambling nonsense <laughs> for an hour. Is he talking about dick pics? What the fuck? <laughs> he keeps saying bzort. <laughs> like, again and again. He says bzort so often. 
Yeah. Just, I'm just saying, like, that this stuff could be out there, and, yeah. all, and we're not fucking naked. I don't know, man. Like, I on feel top of I, news, like, I, like, I feel like, obviously, I wouldn't necessarily go back and, like, listen to, like, the full catalog or whatever, but, like, if my dad had an old radio show, even if it was, like, a talk radio show, yeah, probably there'd be, like, part of me to at least, like I said, I wouldn't maybe go back and listen to every episode, but I'd, like, I'd go through and down, download or find, like, a couple old fucking uploads on archive.org or whatever sure. like if yeah. i could like because i'd be like what was my dad like when he was like in his like late 20s or 30s like in like a real honest way you you mm-hmm. never i mean like i'm sh- i i think about that all the time when we're recording stuff like yeah. i think man this like i have a few pictures of my parents when they're you know in their 20s man. yeah and my kid could in theory have Literally hundreds of hours. Little of hundreds you. of hours of yeah. m- me talking about the world that I live in, yeah. and thousands and thousands of words of s- my opinions on stuff that yeah. I've written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, just there. Get like super unimportant stuff too. Yeah, super unimportant like, stuff. But like, but it's meaningful for like diagnosticing someone's personality. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, I love. I talk about like stuff like before I got married, before I had a kid, like yeah. stuff before him and after him. It's. Yeah. It's in my yep. mind. Yeah, that's a pen it's and paper weird. out there. Just <laughs> thought that you get the hint. Yeah, no, I, I think about that for sure. Like, I was, I was talking about that uh, this weekend. Actually, we were up at the cottage and we were just kind of like talking about our parents and stuff, and just like what our parents were like. And we only like we only have this like vague notion of like what our parents are were like. I was like, I remember finding my mom's like yearbook and being like, what? Like reading like she's a real person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Reading like notes from her buddies. Like, written to her and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so cool. And our kids are just going to be like, here's an open book of what we were up to, at least at least post, well, like, maybe. constantly. We still have to pay for the hosting for this stuff. I don't I know. Don't know. I feel that there'd be, like, it would take a really, like, sour turn in my life for me to not, like, just pay the, like, X number of dollars to just keep this stuff up. Maybe. You know, yeah. like, and I would be like, whatever. I was like, very much so. Before, it wouldn't just suddenly go down. I think all of us would have that opportunity to yeah. grab it. If this was the last one, yeah, yeah, yeah. the oh. very last. We we, ta- we talked about um, John and I actually discussed the idea of like setting up a bank account that had like enough money in it after we died that the interest or whatever could pay for the web hosting for perpetuity. Yeah, so and it wouldn't have to be a lot, right? Because like it's like ten dollars or whatever a month. Yeah, exactly. Just so if you're like, I mean, like exactly, you just have like a like x amount of money to just be like, this account will pay for this. Forever, yeah. <laughs> like until like the hosting, I guess. Goes <laughs> until down. one of us becomes politically important, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh shit, we gotta take this down. Exactly. If John, if John becomes, you know, like a, the p- the leader of the conservative party, and I was gonna say NDP, but I mean, who knows? He supports Trump. So. <laughs> Total twist. <laughs> he doesn't. God damn it, guys. <laughs> oh, so you support? I don't, I don't support Trump. So you support Clinton? I definitely do not support See, Clinton. See, but in, like, it's America. There's like a two-party system, so it's one or the other. There isn't, though, because there's Jill Stein. Yeah, no, you can... There's like... There's, oh, like the Green Party? Yeah. She's huh. also fucking completely crazy. She's like... Vaccine totally co- crazy. Vaccine causes autism, straight up. Right. <laughs> she's also like... She's like, Wi-Fi is harmful. We should get rid of it. To be fair, Elizabeth May released a huge article saying maybe we need to investigate this. Uh, uh, yeah. Same thing about the Wi-Fi stuff. Like the, the brain... How did she it. post it? <laughs> Obviously, someone else posted it for her on the webpage. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So Anthony Weiner is a big, great, big dumb. Yeah. Like, I could not believe that, like, second time. 
That was stupid. Seriously, someone needs to get him a Nokia. I will say, <laughs> though, like, I will say this about Anthony Weiner, is the guy is jacked. Like, he is ripped. Huh. Like, there's, like, some shirt with him, like, posing without his shirt off and whatever, and, like... Once the kids are at daycare, all he does is get naked, work out, fucking send American pictures to people. Send, yeah, exactly. And apparently one of the pictures that everybody's, like, really up in arms in is it's, like... He's, like, texting, and he was just sort of, like, someone just crawled into bed with me and then, like, took a picture because he was, like, I guess sexting or whatever. So it's, like, of him in his boxers with a visible heart on and his four-year-old sleeping next to him. And I was, like, when did that seem like a good idea to take that photo? I was, like, I get it. Like, I get what happened. I mean, like, there's there's no, like, like, I'm, there's, like, I understand the situation. No, 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 I understand how... He ended up in bed with, like, a heart on. Like, it happens. Like, a little kid's, like, it just, like, jumps into bed. And you don't know. Like, you were getting up to some business. But then you're, like, don't take a picture of that. Be, like, roll that's over. Like, definitely fucking not think time of some dead puppies. And then that's it. Like, yeah. you're just sort of, like, this is immediately over. Like, no, I'm going to keep sexting with my four-year-old asleep next to me and other ridiculous white trash <laughs> nonsense. Like, well, I think we've hit the nail on the head of what the controversy is here. It's not that he got caught sexting again. <laughs> He's fucking gross about it. <laughs> yeah, grossest sex ever. Like, there's those, like, those, like, famous, speaking of just, like, dumb photos that end up on the internet. Like, there, there's, like, that famous, like, like amateur porn stuff where it's, like, it's a guy and a girl fucking with, like, a kid visibly, like, crying in the background. Or whatever, and you're like, oh, it's like 4chan shit. Yeah. No, like, like sexy selfies with the kid in the mirror behind them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite yeah. one is the sexy bathroom selfie with, like, unflushed poop. I have seen that one, too. That's, <laughs> <laughs> like, a classic. Yeah. <laughs> oddly, oddly popular. Wait, I mean, it's... No, 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 hold on. We're getting into this. See, the thing is, it's it's a single unflushed poop with no toilet paper in the... Like, the more you think about what was going on there, literally <laughs> everything's wrong with what happened there. Picture tells a thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> this is a whole story. And then it was still like... The, the moral of the story, sext when you're ready to sext. <laughs> like, if you're taking a dump, put your phone back down. Log <laughs> off the sexting. Just say... Just ignore him. Back keep him, in five. Keep him. Keep him. Keep him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep him oh, wanting. Hang on a second. You know, Let me change into something more comfortable, aka pooping. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go poop mid-sex thing, like just go to Reddit. Fucking read a couple threads. Don't. Don't keep it going. Don't keep it going. <laughs> anyway, in conclusion. Yeah. This is the world that uh, Scott's baby's gonna grow up in. Mm-hmm. A world of sexting and cell phones. <laughs> So what else is going on in the world? I don't really know. I've been up at the cottage. Uh-huh. Uh, just that really showed up and uh, Mr. Fuji was dead and Anthony Weiner had showed his dick again. And I totally missed Gene Wilder having died. Yeah, it's because it happened like five minutes after I left. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like brand new. Mm. Scott, news? News from uh, We didn't talk about it. It's if, uh, not, not cutting news, but uh, one-third of Canada... Oh, yeah. Watch yeah, The yeah. Tragically Hip. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah 11 Live on the CBC with oh. no commercial breaks. 11 yep. million people tuned in to watch Tragically Hip's probable last, last concert Last concert in uh, Kingston, Ontario. I tuned in. Yeah. No, I, did not, I, I, was I, I didn't watch I, the I whole t- thing, but I did watch. I watched yeah. the clips afterwards. I was really bummed that I forgot to record it. And especially since there, there's no encore presentation or whatever, the CBC even like legally transferred all the footage over to the band. Really? So they don't even own the footage anymore. They Me. were sort of like, we did one broadcast. They can do with it if they want. If they release it or whatever, it's on them. They were right. like, our purpose was to make sure that every Canadian could see their farewell concert when it was like impossible to get tickets and all that stuff. It wasn't to like capitalize on it in any way. It was yeah. just like, yeah. I was like, 
that is a nationally run broadcasting company. And I was like, I like everything about this story. Like, like just sort of like, oh, people can't get tickets and it's like an important thing to like Canadian culture. We'll just broadcast we'll broadcast it, it yeah. to absolutely everyone. Then give the footage to the artist and be like, do with it what you want. And I was like, sweet deal, CBC. I'm not like the biggest hip fan, but definitely fun concert. A lot of recognizable songs. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Well, I listened to I listened to your favorites, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the greatest hits from yeah, a couple right. years back, whatever. And I was like, it's like a thirty, I think it's like a thirty track like double sided. It's a double sided one. There was like yeah. very few that I didn't recognize. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm not a big tragically hip fan, but I have heard thirty of their songs. You know, like someone online compared them to the Heartbreakers, and I was like, that is a very good, for sure, comparison. Like, yeah. you listen to that song, you're like, oh, I know that song. It's a good song. You're not like. Not everyone is super hungry to like. Oh man, I gotta play this song on repeat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But everything they put out was like. Hmm, and they got. And I mean, like, first that's album was eighty four. I want to say like eighty four or eighty six. I think I remember one of those two dates. It was like yeah. a mid eighties with an even number. So it was like they've been around for fucking ever. Like they're kind of like Canadian Beastie Boys. <laughs> Thirteen <laughs> albums and nine of them hit number one. Yeah. It's pretty good, right. but then, but then they also like they're part of that like cadre of artists in the middle of the '90s who were Canadian content. The CRTC rules were really strict, and they got like way more radio play than probably they would have if they hadn't well, been you gotta, filling but, the Canadian rules. But, I mean, like but they, they they were there before and they were er- there after that. Like, like you right? It's not yeah. like Our Lady Peace was is still putting out records. It's True. not like you're like, oh True. man, the new Moist record is coming out. Yeah, exactly. Soon. Yeah, like that stuff. And yeah, yeah exactly. That. I, I was yeah. going to say. I mean, the, the other thing too is that like they're like obviously they benefited from it, but yeah. I mean they also benefited from being good because like if it was just CanCon, they would have filled it with crap, you know. So it's just sure. sort of like like they got they probably got like maybe two or three of their number nine top selling albums out of that like era. I don't and think then, I don't think fully completely would have been so all-encompassing when it came out or day for night those two records were like always on the radio always on much music yeah uh yeah but 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 i'll I'll say this about about the tragically hip like when one of their songs comes up on my playlist on my phone i'm not like skip Mm. for sure i'm like oh yeah just a good what was that thing where they were just sort of like the the thing i said where they were like like Justin Trudeau talks to Ron McLean about last tragically hip concert in Kingston, <laughs> the Ontario. The most Canadian. They're like something that happened and most Canadian sentence ever written. Yeah. <laughs> it was like and it was like in an arena or whatever. Like yeah. it was like in Kingston, like in hockey rink in Kingston Arena or whatever. It was like, yup. I was like, holy shit. And like I remember like other people posting just mm. being like, I didn't think Canada could get more Canadian until like Gord Downey announced that he was like had brain cancer and was dying. Like, what did you guys think yeah. of his outfit? Did that did that hit your radar? It was well, it was like a shimmery, shiny version of what he always wears, right? Like, yeah, basically like that. That like pork pie hat and a little jacket and like tight, like that's what he's been wearing for like. He's always in a hat and he's kind of had that pork pie thing for a while. Hmm. So I think he just put on a little like Hamburg, Hamburg hat. Yeah, pork pie is flat on the top. Are you a haberdasher? <laughs> just know the difference between a hat. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. like that, that's like was pretty. I thought it was like kind of neat that he made like a shimmery version of his normal clothes. I guess sure. as like a his, his last festive. couple of concerts, huh? his last couple of albums, those tours were he was wearing shiny clothes. That's yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we um, salute you, Gord Downey. A third of the country, though. That's 11 crazy. Eleven million people, like as many, almost as many. 
That's so sad. Almost as many people watched the Canada-US gold medal game. Because <laughs> I was 15. Like, <laughs> so it's like, it was like just underneath. But it was also a Saturday night. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's a small difference there. Yeah, know. exactly. That's true. Like, a lot of people, and I mean... Not, not many people who were out doing stuff were and like... And you also got to wonder where the counts come that. from. Because, I mean, like, I saw the, the footage... Of like they had it up on Monkland, yeah. mm-hmm. right? There was a bunch of people that like they shut down Monkland and had like a big giant cool. yeah, like a, like crowd a people. people there. there was uh, the in Vancouver they played it on all the outdoor screens of the Rogers Center, whatever the heck it is in Vancouver. So they like something. Like, how do, does CBC track that? If they like add like attendance, I feel like they must have eleven million is like a third of the population and is a crowds fucking of people watching. Like, yeah, I don't know, uh, factored in. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway. A little bit emotional. I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. yeah, they're super Canadian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and like, just like the, the, the throwaway references to hockey in so many songs. Like, just because like, it just comes up. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. You know, it's just sort of like 50 Mission Cap. He had a hockey card. You know, like, because he's a Canadian soldier. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what that is. <laughs> like, Bill Burlco, and if there's a goal, everyone remembers. And mm. uh, so that was the thing. News, uh-huh. I suppose. Two uh, artists that I really enjoy brought out albums in the last week or two. Uh, DJ Shadow yep. brought out Fuck After the Fall or something, I think I want to say. Okay. And then uh, Crystal Castles brought out their latest album. Oh, yeah, I did listen to that. I saw that on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How um, is it? And, it, and it's the first one that has kind of a name, <laughs> now, but it's also one. Because like they have Crystal Castles one, two, and three. Yep. And now I think it's Amnesty. One. The mountain will fall. The mountain is will the fall. new DJ Shadow album. Something. Anyway, uh, yeah, exactly. And Crystal Castles brought a new album without Alice Glass. Hey, there is another singer because Alice Glass dropped out a couple years back. I thought they sounded different. Right? I listened to the the whole album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought it was all right. It's okay. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I haven't really been blown away by a Crystal Castles album since one. Really. Absolutely. Like yeah. two and three were both like okay, but the I wasn't like. Uni- I wanted the intensity that was in the first one. I never got the intensity back. Yeah, I think they, they were. Got, they like, they little, were doing mellow technical. and whatever. The intensity and that Atari sound. No, like, the Atari sound's kind of still around. Like, yeah. Uh, two did not have it. It was two was like we got a full synthesizer. It's here. just a little smoother. It was too smooth when they, when she, when Alice was being like really rough and screechy and fucking you didn't know what was gonna happen next. Mm. I, I thought they were at their best. Well, I will say that of that of that breakup, uh, Ethan kind of won out over Alice because Al- Alice brought out a track like I think last year that was pretty terrible. Yeah, and then he brought out he's like still Crystal Castles, <laughs> and he's like you know what you brought. Some screaming, I guess. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, she really must not have been very important to the creative process because it still really sounds like Crystal Castles. Yeah. New vocalist sounds a little bit different, obviously, but like it's a different person singing. But like, still, they throw her through a gazillion fuzzy filters, and so you don't really understand if she's speaking English or saying right. words, and doesn't really matter because it's Crystal Castles. Like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I guess they're back. They're playing a show. The show. Um, the show they were, I think they had it set at Newspeak originally sold out. They moved it to Corona, sold out. So I guess like people are like chomping at the bit for new Crystal Castles. Like by comparison, DJ Shadow with a new album out is like not so yet at Club Soda, which was like kind of shocking. It's because you don't really know what you're gonna get with DJ Shadow. Like you're gonna get an awesome though. <laughs> it might not be a dance party though. Yeah, like, to yeah, be fair, it like, might not be a dance party. It might just be like mellow like. It grooves right, and then Whereas like Crystal Castles is going to have like an energy level there exactly. if they show up. You know, did you? I, I haven't heard anything more <laughs> off of the DJ Shadow album than I've listened to the it two singles repeatedly. Yeah, and it's and? fucking like 
I, I'd have to go back and compare it because I was like, I'm a little, I guess, like biased because I like over the weekend uh, when we were up at the cottage, you only kind of have music that you downloaded. Mm-hmm. And one of the albums that ended up getting played two or three times over the weekend was Introducing. Yeah. So I'm like closest to Introducing, which is to me still his favorite one. And it like compares favorably to Introducing. I don't think it's quite as good, whereas I've never really thought that about any of his other stuff. Yeah. I've yeah. always been like, Less than you that. Know, that's like also probably why he isn't selling out shows, just because everybody, literally everybody, is like, "Yeah, introducing was really fucking good." Look it up, and but like, that, that came out in '98 or whatever it, the heck it was, like '94, like and he's done like <laughs> ten albums since then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. He hasn't brought out that many full lengths. He's had a lot of remixes and stuff. Yeah, I, I guess brought that's that true. many like full lengths. But anyway, this one is like is really good. the The first track off it is uh, "Nobody Speak" with "Run the Jewels" yep. rapping, which is just like a fucking amazing people you should be working with yeah, yeah exactly i'm just sort of like you're like dj shadow and you're like renowned for making like creative beats and like whatever else like that and you have basically the like hottest indie rappers right now or run the jewels you're like yes you are let, let us do a song together if you guys yeah. could and like it like it works like it pumps up both sides you know like it's just sort of like you can be like if you're like not that into run the jewels but like into dj shadow you'll be like oh I'm introducing, and like vice versa, if you're into Run the Jewels but not that into DJ Shadow, I was like, both sides benefit from that like pairing, you know. So hmm. anyway, I'm excited to go see. Uh, I like said, I I preferred the the new DJ Shadow a lot over the new Crystal Castles. Anyway, all right, all that to say, and then also I guess musical news. I think it's in November, but I mean it's just like a show from Montreal. If you're listening, uh, Sue George. Brazilian acoustic songster Sue George, who sings okay. in the Portuguese. He, uh, you know him from doing the cover of Heartbeats. No, all of the David Bowie covers in Life Aquatic. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, oh those, yeah, yeah. All, those all are good. The, all yeah. the the weird Portuguese covers of David Bowie songs that are in Life Aquatic, and which David Bowie even said was like amazing, like yeah. while he was alive and all that stuff. So I guess as a as opposed to after <laughs> his comments. After. <laughs> no, yeah. I know, but I mean, it's not just like a bullshit thing. It was like it was like as it happened because like people asked him after like Life Aquatic came out, yeah. like, what do you think of these like Portuguese covers? He's like, I think he like he found like the core of a song, removed like tons of it because it's all just like an acoustic guitar, and then sang it in a different language. And he's like, and I think he nailed like pretty much every one all of right. them. Anyway, so yeah, so he's doing a tribute to David Bowie at Place des Arts. Like, oh, so cool. he's going to be doing his uh, Portuguese acoustic covers of David Bowie, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. excited to go see that. I feel like this is a good segue into the get down. Into the get down? Yeah. Because of Portuguese? No, well, and also we're talking about music. Okay, I guess so. Yeah. Get down, get down. Fucking. So all of us have watched the first episode of yeah. the get down. At least Netflix, the first episode. Fucking yeah. cranking out hits yep. this summer of 2016, in my opinion, with new Bojack. And new and, and Stranger, Stranger things, things, and now The Get Down, which uh, is apparently like an outrageously over budget. $120 million for season episodes. one. 12 episodes. Puts it in the $10 I, million. It has 12? You sure it's not eight? Like It's six. It's the, what's out on Netflix yeah. right now is half of it. They're not done yet. Oh, my but God. It was like marred with so much delays and whatever. They're yeah. on like, their third showrunner in yeah. the first season. EO. Wow. Yeah, exactly. But, and then and it was like... But there's a whole bunch of stuff. So they knew it was going to be expensive. Quick, Their budget exactly. was ninety quick, million quick, dollars. Quick yeah. synopsis of it before we get into like the weird nitty gritty is it's the story of the birth of hip hop in New York City as told through the eyes of Boz Lerman. I feel like the word visionary needs to go. Visionary in there. director visionary. Boz Lerman. If right. you don't know Boz Lerman, you just just well, kill yourself. No, it's it's a fiction tale of someone who is 
getting into hip hop as hip hop is being created. It's a lot like in nineteen seventy. It's, it's a lot like in terms of like devices, uh, what like Boardwalk Empire does, where you're like there are all of the real characters, but then there's kind of like a fictional main character that you can kind of play with. Like there was the. Uh, like, there's, like, the fake kid guy in the first two seasons there. Right. Like, the fake son that Nucky had. Like, they kind of, like, they'll <coughs> throw in fictional people for, like, storytelling purposes. And, like, Get Down seems to be really about people who didn't exist but surrounded by people who did. Yeah. Like, okay. so that's, like... That's a fictional tale set in the real world yeah. of 1976, Bronx. 77. Except it, d- there is a bit of a, like, fantastical element added on to the top of the whole but thing. I, like, the, like, the, the Boz spin, As you know? is with, like, Boz Lerman. You yeah. know, it's just, like, yeah, like yeah. saying, like, Moulin Rouge is, like, a historical fiction. You're like, yeah, but there's also some in fucking insanity. Like, right. like you know, like, there's, like, stuff that'll go down in the get-down will be, like, Scott and I were talking about this beforehand. The, like The dude floating down the building while spray-painting <laughs> yeah, with, like, kung yeah, fu yeah, shit. Just <laughs> sliding down artistically spray-painting. Yeah. Or also, like, legitimate coked-up, like, <laughs> drug lord, whatever else. Like, that being, like, dance fight. And then just, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, pretty sure you just ring to the back and kill you. I feel like that is the that is the more <laughs> likely of the out- of outcomes. But, yeah, so just to back Maybe, up. Maybe, but it's not as glamorous because he fucking won that dance fight. He <laughs> did. He did. <laughs> when they were like, he wins every night, I'm like, it's because he owns the joint. And then I was like, no, it's because he's the best dancer Cadillac in the joint. dance. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but just talking about, like, marred by showrunners or whatever. But they were like... So Baz Luhrmann has never done a television show before. But also fucking crazy about that, though, was that when they were, like, I think after they had lost their second showrunner, like, I guess, I'm not sure exactly how the finances work, but, like, Netflix hires, like, studios to do their stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Like, not, not studios like ABC or NBC, obviously, but, like, yeah. other, like, studios. And the studios were, like, pushing for, like, this particular guy who they were like is going to rein in the budget, is going to be able to do whatever. Right. And apparently Netflix was like, nope, we want Baz Luhrmann's vision. Right. Like, we don't, like, we do want to, like, maybe save some money if we can, but, they're like, we don't want to, like, use, like, reined in and, like, cut corners. Or Season anything. one Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, exactly. They were, But they just, like, they made that call to, like, like, it wasn't, like. No matter what you do, no matter how good Game of Thrones is. You still watch season one, and you're just like, man, that could be a lot better. Yeah, yeah like, but I find like yeah. budget constraints show on Game of Thrones. Sure, season one, sure. Like, yeah. a lot of, like a lot of time. It's We're, the tourney. There's 20 people there in the king. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, tourney. I would and say, all the like, shots are super close up, so they don't have to show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, every, like, single shot of Get Down looks like it could be from a movie. It looks like a big fucking spectacle like movie. Like an expensive yeah. movie, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, everybody's, like, like just fucking dance numbers featuring gazillion people that are shot with, like, Baz Luhrmann flair. Yeah. Like, the, when, when Chow... The, the, the long shot of the destroyed Bronx, and you can sometimes see people running across the street. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. the distance. That, like, fantasy movie shot. Yeah. Uh, or backdrop just the, the, the long shot of the, the traffic jam with Shao coming out of the record store and then, like, flipping over all the cars and all that stuff while other people are, like, moving and whatever. <laughs> you're like, this is, like, for a half second of film, you're like, we need a gazillion cars from the 70s and a thousand extras, and it's going to be, like, a dolly shot, like, over the cars. As it pulls back, you're like, holy shit. I'm <laughs> really curious to see if this thing finds an audience because I feel like it's outside of the, like, geeky sort of, like, target audience that Netflix has found a lot of success with in there. I hope it does. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's like, like when I watch, like, 
having watched the first episode, I was like, I, I wrote a, a blog piece at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. of like just like stuff that I was like excited for in 2016, and I and like while I was like researching it, I was just like reading like uh, like blog lines of shows that were coming up and and all that, and it was just like it was like the the thing. The, I remember the, the sentence was just like period piece musical starring Jimmy Smith and I was like no and they were like as directed by Baz Luhrmann and I was like what yeah. like it's like my like brain had to like make I was like there's an easy it's easy to dismiss if you're like it's gonna be like a period piece musical with disco with Jimmy Smith's and you're like oh, that's not a thing I care about and you're like as brought to life by Baz Luhrmann and you're like I'm back on board you know like also Baz John Leguizamo unless I'm wrong is it, <clears throat> where is Leguizamo is he in it nope. I didn't see him unless no. he shows up in episode 2 he's sure? not in episode 1 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The senator is Jimmy Smith. Okay. Like the, and then there's other the, the community construction advisor yeah. is Jimmy Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. The, the 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 private business guy who's community, like community leader. Liguizama might show up. Like Liguizama's been around and. But like, yeah, no. Once I saw the sizzle reel, I was like, oh, that's Hip Hop Family Tree. Yeah. Plus Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> in. Yeah, exactly. In hard. Yeah. <laughs> So, so much so that I only started watching it recently because I wanted to be in the right headspace. <laughs> so I just didn't want to throw it on. I wanted to sit tell down. Tell us about the Hip Hop Family Tree connection. I think we, <clears throat> we talked about Hip Hop Family Tree. We must have on the show. Yes. We must have. Yeah. Uh, Ed Pisker is a uh, comic book writer, artist, and hip hop researcher mm-hmm. who, for Boing Boing, is it Boing Boing? <clears throat> did a series of comic strips. Yes which became a graphic novel called Hip Hop Family Tree, where he researches very heavily the birth and, and spread of hip hop. Right. And it's like a it, comic book, right? It, it's a, a prize-winning comic book. It right. won, it won right. a bunch of Eisners. It's riveting to read. Mm-hmm. It tells history in a way that really is absorbable and riveting because that history is kind of game of thrones style mm-hmm. there's so much stuff happening at the same time it's, it's like the, the birth of hip-hop in new york city right or does it go all around it goes all over like okay. as stuff begins to spread like he's like and then this person in philadelphia started doing it and then they're not related to anyone they just heard this song on the radio and were like i want to do that too right krs1 <laughs> one of the yeah one of the things that like like, Hip Hop Family Tree isn't even really, like, a comic book, right? Like, like there's, like, some stuff where it's, like, there's, like, a panel of stuff. And so, like we were saying, so... Exhaustive. So, like, research to be, like, this date at this time is the first time that Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith ever performed together. Like, hmm. Jazzy Jeff was DJing X number of weeks. Will Smith was, like, here's my shot for emceeing. And, like, here's, like, the best recollection of what Will Smith even rapped. Crazy. At that moment, at that house party in Philadelphia, and, you're and like, how oh. offensive it was, and incredibly offensive it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're like, holy shit! You're like, that's like a moment that like, you're like has to be blurred by history, but he has it like pinned down, right, right, right. to. And he's got all the bootlegs, and he's got all the YouTube videos, and and like. Mm. Okay, but uh, so the, the get down is a lot of fantasy. But though. copies There's, of yeah. the hip hop tree, yeah. hip hop family tree, were all over the set. Yeah. In in the filming of the Get Down, yeah. like, but it, we're using it, it as a reference. And if and if you read Hip Hop Family Tree, there's like a thousand things that are like gonna get to. Like, there's like a line right towards the end of episode one where uh, they talk about they're like over in that side of the city, like that's like where DJ Cool Herc rules and whatever else right. like that. And they're like, who's Cool Herc? And they're like, he has the best sound system. And like, and I was like, I know this. I'm like, that is a <laughs> fact. That is a thing that like the it comes up again and again in Hip Hop Family Tree. I was just sort of like. 
they used to have block parties and like Herc would like show up and just like push out the other block party by just by having like the biggest baddest speakers to be like nope and just yeah. like, like literally you're not listening to that guy you're listening to dj cool herc yeah because <laughs> your whatever speakers you're running on <laughs> will just be like swamped out by my amazing like, portable sound system of just like that needed trucks to move or whatever oh yeah when when you first see grandmaster flash mm-hmm. uh Shao is like hey and here comes here comes the mc here comes the guy who's gonna rap and i looked over at my wife i was like it's gonna be melly mel Cowboy stood up. I was like, fuck, it's Cowboy. She looked at me like I had no idea. She had no You'd idea. You just spoke in another language. Yeah. Like, I could have been speaking Portuguese, David Bowie. And she <laughs> in the exact same way. Yeah. Well, is it, well, even then, like, just, like, not, <clears throat> like, stuff that a human, if you know, if you've read Hip Hop Family Tree or just, like, know the time, whatever, like, when he first goes to Grandmaster Flash and he's looking for the, 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 the. Bukasa. Yeah, the Bukasa remix. Uh, whatever else like that I'm like oh shit so he needs to get a record for Grandmaster Flash and so I was like how do you know it's Grandmaster Flash I'm like because of the hat the white hat the, the black tracksuit the jacket and the tracksuit I was like it's clearly Grandmaster Flash like he hasn't been introduced as Grandmaster Flash yet but but you know it's him it's him he's in the uniform yeah exactly he's dressed in Grandmaster Flash did you see Grandmaster Flash like just the other day on uh, like on Thursday was like he's like TBT to like the time that uh, like get down is based on whatever and looks exactly the same like fucking like thread for thread on the outfit <laughs> of what Grandmaster Flash is wearing. There's like no fucking that's awesome. Like even the actor kind of looks like him. Like like uh, a little uh, bit looks like kind of young Flash. Grandmaster Flash is a consultant on, on right. the get down. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just imagine him like tilting the guy's hat. No, it's tilted. Let me let me fix that foot. Hang on, just, <laughs> just like oh, yeah. move it like, like well, a little bit. I don't know a lot about the history from before, but I definitely find the show entertaining as fuck. Yeah, like yeah. it's super fun and yeah. It's like it's super engaging in that same way that you're like if you read just the back of Moulin Rouge, you'd probably like yeah. you know like not be interested in watching the back of Moulin Rouge. But then if you watch Moulin Rouge, you're like this is amazing, and I could even watch it like again. You know, yep. like yep. like it's just shot. <laughs> Or if you're high, man, you can watch it 150 times. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, shot with, like, so much care, so much attention. Like, there's multiple, like, choreographed dance sequences that are usually not a thing I'm super excited for in a film. But, like, much like Moulin Rouge. It's because like, he puts just... emotional content into the, the dances. Yeah. The, the two big dance scenes have emotional content. Are, like, yeah. are, like, exactly. they're as much fights as the fight that happens. <laughs> like, you know, like. Yeah, and I mean, it was the same thing, like, when you look at Romeo and Juliet and whatever. Like, he just has, like, a look that he can just, like, get this shit out of these... Cr- like, just, like, crazy and insane crowd shots was the thing that I was thinking of. I was like, Romeo and Juliet has it when they have the big party where... Mm-hmm. What's his name is spinning. Uh, Moulin Rouge has it, like, frequently on the floor of Moulin Rouge. Gatsby has it and for all... Like, sure, thing, for like, sure, for sure. It's just, yeah. like, a shot of, like, a hundreds of people moving that looks, like perfectly like orchestrated you know like he just has like you know what it looks like thing, it yeah. looks yeah. at lo- it looks like looking at a very detailed photograph while tripping <laughs> <laughs> that's of, what those shots look and like you're just like everything like you just like you said in great gatsby where you see someone like on like a fucking chandelier or whatever just like, or, like goes swinging through and you're like what and you're like you do- it doesn't like dwell on it you're like that was an insane thing and you're just sort of like it's just on a long take and i was like i would i want to know how much actually gets done and how much, how much it's improv and whatever it's yeah. improv or whatever because he does like some of these like long sweeping shots that involve like hundreds of people doing stuff that yeah. seems very like tightly well, worked. regardless fucking great watching 
get down. Thumbs yeah. up. I was saying first episode. I mean, we're all sold. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, let's first episode is also goes. an hour and a half, so it's like as long as like yeah. some features, like some feature films, run as long as the first episode. And I was kind of weird. Sarah and I were saying that <clears throat> it's a little bit weird that it didn't come out. I think I thought it should have come out maybe a little bit earlier in the summer. Might not have been ready, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's the kind of thing that I was like, if like if you had timed it right. I feel that if, if it caught, catches on, which I don't know if, it, if it's going to. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, it's only been oh, like a week or two, so who knows? Like, Stranger Things kind of took, like, took a couple, took weeks, a couple yeah. weeks before it like, really went. But I was like, if Get Down like catches on, I was like, next summer's fashion is going to be like 70s. Like, cause, like, that Holy happened. shit, do I want a pair of red Pumas? <laughs> As, uh, the one happened. thing I left that <laughs> episode was like, I want, can I get a pair of red Pumas? Yeah, because that happened with Mad Men and stuff, right? Like, Mad Men, like, reverted, like, men's suits That's cuts awesome. back yeah. to the 60s and stuff like that. Like, same thing, Boardwalk Empire kind of made that, like, hairstyles and stuff of the huh. 20s kind of come back. Like, sometimes when a show is, like, a period show is really big, there's, like, real a little bleed over. bleed yeah. over. And I was like, man, it was, like, 70s fashion might come back. Well, like, like 70s street fashion. So yeah. it's not, like... Because they're 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 shitting not on disco. quite disco, but suits. like they're shitting on disco suits within the first episode. <laughs> you know, like it's not pretty fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly, like seventies hip hop fashion, whatever. High high stripy socks. Next summer, want to see men <laughs> in high stripy socks? Real Short real kids. real talk time here, Keith. Red Pumas. Couple years now. Couple years now. Mm. Probably since the first hip hop family tree. Hey. I've been looking to try and get a pair of glasses frames like DMC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they might come back. Like that'll. It's they, it's not easy. Go to the internet, man. It's all a lot there. of them are like vintage, and they were designers. So I've seen stuff on sale for like seven hundred bucks. Jesus, for just the frames. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> but, but if, if off the rack. Yeah, but if if get down like becomes like a cultural phenomenon, right. that shit'll be probably like you could go to like our den, <laughs> just well, like and, and get the DMC frames. Every time I see someone with glasses, I'm like, DMC. And I'm like, no, he'd be so cute. He'd be, he'd be so small. <laughs> like, maybe if there's like an eight-year-old kid with the thick glasses. Because that's a, in Hip Hop Family Tree, it shows a fucking, it's Run who's around all the time. All the time as a kid because he's Russell Simmons. Yeah. Kid brother. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He's Russell Simmons' kid brother, whatever. So there's like in Hip Hop Family Tree, it's hilarious. Just like in all these like little panties. He's like, I can rap too. They're like, shut up. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just like literally like a little kid hanging out with all these rappers. Yeah, like w- when Mr. Magic starts in, in Hip Hop Family Tree, they cut to Biggie being eight years old listening to him on the radio, which is the, the yeah. line from Juicy, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, like, but Run is like around the time because Russell Simmons formed Jet Dem Records. So it's right. just like, it's just like, there's so many frames where you just have like this little kid being like super high. People hey, being, it's like, Curtis Blow. Yeah, we're going to talk about this. I can rap too. Go away. <laughs> Get out of here, idiot. <laughs> it's just sort of like, <laughs> would grow up to be Run. <laughs> like, uh, the, the star of Def Jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oddly, not Curtis Blow. <laughs> he taught us about the breaks and then we stopped caring. <laughs> no, then he, then he did basketball. There's a song that Curtis Blow did called Basketball, which you have never heard. Right. But was, but it was the hit? biggest song. <laughs> like, the it's all about the players in the NBA like at the in time. 1984. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole song. He's just naming players. Like, very specific. like Very specific players of the time. <laughs> it was the biggest hit. The NBA played it in every arena. Nice. Non-stop. Wow. And it is god-awful. <laughs> Curtis Blow. <laughs> well, he taught us about the breaks and then probably taught some kids about basketball. <laughs> and then he was finished with it. Uh, <clears throat> then you guys watch movies? Anything? I did. Anything like current-y? 
Sort of. I watched the remake of um, um, Evil Dead. For the first time? No. No. Okay. It was the second time. But did, you watch it, it, did you watch it with a lady? No. Aw. That, that would have been like a good test. It would have been a good test. Yeah. But I, I like I, I liked this movie when we first saw it in theaters, yep. and I wanted to see if it would like hold up if it was still totally good. Also, somewhat somewhat apropos because he just brought out his second big film, Don't Breathe, which came out last yep. week. So yep, as, yep, a, yep. as a lead into Don't Breathe to make this kind. Did of you see Don't Breathe? I haven't seen Don't Breathe. I really want to. We're yep. thinking about going to see it this week if we can. Okay. Next week or next week. Well, then uh, keep me posted because I'll totally come with you. Because cool. this this was wonderful. Evil Dead. I I had watched in theaters. Yep. And I had rewatched it, and I was like, to me, it held up. Did it Did it hold up to you? Absolutely, it held up. And I, in fact, it did better for me on the second watch. Mm-hmm. I was, like, more excited about it. The characters... Have you seen any Mexico? I haven't. It's actually... It looked too scary for me. It's, it's, it's scary. really fucking scary. It's, like, yeah. much, much... Like, when I remember seeing it in the theater and was like, this is much more intense than a thing that I would... Like, it was like it gets into Fantasia film territory, but had a wide release, you know? Like, yeah. Like, if it didn't have Evil Dead in the title, probably wouldn't be... I don't think in I, cinemas. I know? saw the trailer like, yeah. for it. I was like, I, I love Evil Dead. I'm stoked for this. And then I finished the trailer for it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm actually ready it, for this. It <laughs> actually ratcheted up the like tension and the yeah. horror of the of the like setup to it. You know, yeah, like exactly. it took itself more seriously than the original right. Evil Dead did. One of the things I like that I I found, which I mean, I don't know if that's just because I'm like jaded horror fan. Yeah, <laughs> was that like people were like, oh, does it have the humor? And I was like, it kind of does. Like. In a weird, like, dark, like, really dark way. Yeah. Like, the stuff, I find, like, the way that, like, stuff that happens and the characters don't react quite like they would in normal horror movies. Like, you, like, like the, you know what I mean? I don't know if, like, if, I mean, you just recently watched it, but like I said, I watched it right when it came out on, yeah. it came out in theaters, and then I saw it when it came out on video. And I was like, there was stuff that made me as a horror movie laugh to some of their reactions. Like, I feel there's, like, a bit of a humor there. Like the way kind that, of. Like, just, like, the way that the, the demons cuss and stuff yep. is, like, not... But it's definitely, okay. like, darker in, in a sense than, like, like, a, like, a horror movie like The Descent, okay? Yeah. This movie I found more horrific. Oh, on, yeah. On, on a lot of points. And, and they'll, like, like, some of the injuries people get, like, yeah. they, tre- they play those straight, even though there's, like, a level of ridiculousness yeah. to what's going on. Yeah. So, like, that blend of it happening at the same time, I found, like, as a, as a horror experience, this movie yeah. was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, like, And then they, they fucking destroy any kind of amount of blood record that Sam Raimi set at the end. Yeah, yeah, no shit. so much blood. Okay, it's going to rain blood for the last 20 minutes for of the fucking so movie. so long. Like, it yeah. gets over everyone, <laughs> then starts making puddles, then literally flooding. Yeah. Like, it just of blood. You're the, like, the, nonstop. The, the <laughs> twist about who you're going to be rooting for, I thought was was well played. Yeah. I was, I was, like, super pumped about this whole thing. Anyway, all that to say, I would rate this thing much higher than probably expected. Like, up... So if we're looking at the list... We go to the list at the end. Oh, we got the list oh, Are we? Yeah. So let's start okay. with right. Evil Wait, Dead, the Evil Dead, I have movies to talk about, you fools. Okay. What? No, what we're you... talking about movies, but... We're... No, but we always rank at the end. Every episode we've done, we bring up movies... I thought we're at the end. And then we come, we're close to the end. We have like uh-huh. 12 minutes left. All right, well, what do you want to talk about? about? I would really... Okay, I have two movies that I watched. Okay. And I will talk about only one of them. All right. Because we are close to the end. Because because of how it pertains to us as a group. Yep. I watched The Knights of Badassdom. Okay. Oh yeah. Eh. Wait. Huh? Are you? Have you ever LARPed? Not with Bafo swords, which is fantasy I've, LARP. Exactly. Yeah. Which is great. So anyway, so. Oh yeah, this movie. This exactly. is um the movie with the Peter guy. Peter Dinklage. Hmm? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And the Probably guy from True Blood. And the guy from True Blood is in it. And also uh, the guy from True Blood, the guy who plays Jason Stackhouse. Yeah. And also uh, Summer Glau, 
uh, of River from Firefly fame. Yep. And also uh, Steve Zahn from a bunch of movies in the late oh, 90s I and like early 2000s. <laughs> right? I was yeah, like, he I was in like, Sahara, and I really like that movie. Was uh, like I was like, movie. there was like a bunch of delightful casting choices. I was like, I recognize all these people. Like okay. uh, Bill Posehn plays has a has a uh, what do you call it? A little bit partner and all that. I either watched half of this or I saw the whole thing. So uh, yeah. The premise is basically that one of these guys who, who they never explain why Steve Zahn. Uh, has like a million dollars or something and like mm-hmm. lives in a little castle and loves to LARP and his best friend is the guy who plays Jason Stackhouse who if someone could look that up I'd appreciate it because I'm gonna, I feel we should at least say the name of the actor of the film that we're talking about mm-hmm. instead of just referring to his other work. We didn't do it for the uh, for Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't keep referring to like you can say the girl from Evil Dead and not the girl from this other movie. <laughs> like, anyhow, mm-hmm. so uh, he's like Ryan a Ryan Quantin. Ryan Quantin. Who's Australian? Yeah, and but does a good American accent. Yep. Anyway, he plays like a metal band guy who never wa- who used to play D and D with them, but then gets broken up with. Okay. And then they accidentally he like procures like an ancient book written by John D. Okay. And then like reads from it in the LARP, mm-hmm. and then actually summons a demon. Right. And that's and then they need. To I feel like, like we d- we covered this movie on I the don't podcast. Think so. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah. I, I didn't make it all the way through. Okay. Yeah, I watched the whole wrist, thing. Wrist bailed so fast. <laughs> it was like, nope. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like, there's there's a lot of parts that are like, like one part that like had me laughing is at one point the demon who's like a succubus um, shows up and like she had just killed someone. There's like blood like dripping down her face. And just in a joke, like, written almost only for me mm-hmm. and you and whatever, they're just sort of like, they're like, the vampire of LARP is next weekend, idiot. Like, <laughs> this is, like, fantasy. Yeah. And I was just sort of like, yeah, the vampire of <laughs> LARP. And I was like, because girls and, like, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, very hokey with, to call it, like, terrible would be, like, not, it's not truly terrible. But was it funny? Did like, you the, laugh? I, yeah. I, I, so I thought it was awful. Yeah. I, I thought there was enough going on that, made me laugh that kind of kept it going a lot of it was just the fact that I liked seeing Steve Zahn kind of freak out and run around right. Peter Dinklage was like delightful like he even there's like towards the end of the film they like like I'm gonna spoil the movie I don't give a shit yeah. it came out a yeah. while ago so like <clears throat> Peter Dinklage has previously died okay. and then they need an incantation to send the, the succubus back but they're like and they've kind of determined that it needs to be like it's more about the emotion of the spell casting than the actual words mm-hmm. and the intention. So the guy is like, turn on this track, gets a microphone, and then fucking like screams like a heavy metal song, which in the process also summons like powered up version of Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. to fight like a stop motion succubus. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I'm on board for this. I was like, as dumb as all of this is, I'm like, this guy's like, whoa, you're blah, blah, blah. And yeah. like, from fire, like Peter Dinklage with glowing red eyes, just fighting like the stop mo succubus thing. I was like, I'm down. I was, like, I'm pretty into this. I was like, as terrible as it is. Also, oh shit, the guy who plays Mc, uh, one of the McPoyles. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, he's yeah. also in it as the game master, and like just sometimes he like sings like lines, and he was just sort of like, and the trolls have a tract from the forest, yeah. and commence, and then he like backs up, like you know, just sort of like everybody, everybody stop. And then, like, does his little storytelling, and he's like, I'm invisible. And okay. then, like, fades back. But was there enough humor to make the movie worth watching? If you are a nerd. Okay. Because <laughs> basically did, the, like... <clears throat> did either of you guys see the movie The Wild Hunt? No. No. It was the movie that was filmed at Bicolin. No. It's... 
I just want to. It's it's like a serious version of Knights of Badassdom, right. where like there's a group of berserkers, All right. characters mm-hmm. in like imagine like a 500 person kind of. Right. Well, that, that's kind of what this is. Yeah. Knights of Badassdom. Like, yeah. There's different groups kind of coming, <clears throat> going, and moving around. It's like it's a big. Event. But then as night falls, like these guys go freaking nuts. Right. They like they they get super mad about something that happens in the game, and they get super amped up into their characters, and they start. You know, raping killing and pillaging and, and, Jeez, and killing hurting people. people. And that's, like, that's pretty fucking dark. <clears throat> it's good in an indie movie kind of way because it, okay. it was filmed at Bicolin, like right. in, in Quebec. So it's like right. a weird mix. But it's about like a group of people who, who go to their LARP weekend and then lose it. Well, come back, uh, like have to deal with these other guys losing it. It's kind of like a, a horror survivor. Yeah. Hmm. Like, Neat. So like do we in, like an indie now? zombie? No, no I, just I, I like compare and contrast. Exactly. Right. I watched another movie too. I'm not going to talk about that. I just felt that Knights of Badassdom should be addressed due to its, okay. due to its special spot in geekdom. And the fact, also the guy uh, is... Also Zong. the fact that it's full of geek actors. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's full of geek actors. He also, he has, uh, man, he has <clears> D20 <throat> fuzzy dice in his band. Mm-hmm. And I was like, delightful. Like, just <laughs> a lot of stuff like that that is just like, I was like, you guys tried really hard. To make a pretty good movie, and you made an okay one. <laughs> and like, I, and if I'm not mistaken, the stop motion creature succubus thing is from like a famous old movie designer who used to do Jason the Argonauts guy, Stan. I think so. Like, oh. I'm not, I might be pulling this out of my ass, but I feel like I remember when they were talking about this movie that they were really excited that they had this thing. And it's like she's like he uh, just died recently too. Is the guy who did. Jason the Argonauts is the guy who did yeah, all those yeah, yeah. dinosaur movies. Yeah. Um, this was I'm his last movie. I feel so sorry for him. That would be pretty Anyway, bad. he has like, she has, like a gross troll face and like her entire chest is like a toothed vagina across <laughs> her leg. It's very, very uh, crass. Uh-huh. All right. So. Hang on. He, I want to look up this guy's name. Well, you can look, look him up. Damn. Yeah. While we we're can, we can talking. Start on Evil so Dead. Um, Evil Dead. I, I kind of. A good starting point would be Evil Dead. I definitely yeah, would put this one above the original Evil Dead. Stan Winston. Stan Winston. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I would go back and watch this again. And, like, the, the old Evil Dead is down in, like, rubber run-all-night territory. Okay, so you're going to bump it up? I'm going to bump it up. Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. I would even put it above Star Wars. I'd say above Star Wars. Above Star Wars is Ex Machina, and I would definitely put it above that. Moving up. And then next up is Funeral Kings. I would even slide it. Probably, for me, I would go above. Yeah. I'd go above Stand By Me. Really? I'd go above Stand By Me. And it was really good. It was like Deadpool? What's above Deadpool? Resolution. And then Hackers. Personally, yeah. what's above Hackers? Cabin in the Woods. I'd, like, my personal opinion is below Cabin in the Woods, above Hackers. Wow. Like, you it like Hackers? It's, new like, it's like one done. of my favorite modern horror <clears throat> movies, like, in the last, like, five, six years. Like, but, it, hang on. I get I, that. I, 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 I get that. But hackers? hackers, you love hackers. I do love hackers. But Evil Dead, I also love Evil Dead. Like you know, you know where Evil Dead gets points over hackers. We're talking Is about Evil Dead twenty X D six, right? right. Not, not yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. But I'm just saying, right at the end of the credits, there's like a, a like a dark light, and it like kind of like pans down, and then you see us a profile of a guy. And he says, groovy. And I was like, sold. Like, so sold. I'm like, you just did this entire amazing movie that I would have enjoyed anyway. And then you just cut to Ash and saying, groovy. I was like, done. All right. All right that, 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 like, to me, that moment is like almost an edge over aside, Hackers. Aside from groovy, yeah. can, you, can you quote Hackers? 
a little bit. I can, I, I'm well aware just of Packers. Just a little bit. I'm, I, said that's, the I said that's what I'm thinking. I'm not saying it's the definitive. Okay. There's, well, there's two more of you in this room. I could, I definitely see putting it very high up there. I don't I, know about I, better than Hackers. I'd put it over, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure I'd put it over Deadpool. Like Deadpool, I think, is going to age poorly. Yep. And I think it's going to be like a lot less relevant in a couple of years from now. And I mean, I enjoyed it when I saw it. I'm not super excited to watch it again. Whereas if someone was like, want to watch Evil Dead, I'd be like, yeah, like it w- it's. I would put it on in a heartbeat. Yeah, I like. It's uh-huh. very, very. I could very see good. doing it below Hackers and above Resolution. I feel like if you put it above Hackers, Keith, you're gonna be so angry <laughs> like yourself. Angry at myself. <laughs> That's a heck of a call, man. Like when when we're in the Hackers, we're in the like timeless classic <laughs> kind of zone. Formative, you're right? Formative Back to film. the Future and Ghostbusters are up there too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not good. Like, to me. It's not going past Cabin in the Woods. Like, yeah, it can't. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely. What are the Cabin three the most common passwords? Sex. God, password, and sex. Yeah. Yeah. See, God, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's like, don't forget love. Love is the fourth. Okay. <laughs> um, how how gone. fast is her modem? 1400 baht. Can you handle that? Turn off the lights. I bet you it looks crispy in the dark. What looks crispy in the dark? (laughs) Screen? Of all the things I lost, I miss my mind the most. Ozzy Osbourne. Um, This isn't shop glass. I would put it under (laughs) hackers. There you go. (laughs) I think I've made you make your point. (laughs) Uh, But I was like, maybe I need to see Evil Dead more. Like, Like, that's the bummer, I think, of the. I mean. I guess like it's like the function of the list is like if <coughs> if Evil Dead had existed when I was in high school, I would have watched the like ever. Except there was movie. Evil Dead when you were in high no, school. No, which I did watch the shit yeah. out of. I'm like Evil Dead Two, <laughs> but, Darkness. I watched but di- a lot. But this new one is better than the old one. Like it's, it's better it's, than it's, original Evil Dead Two. Yeah, I mean it's better than original Evil Dead. Yeah, I don't know. Like Evil Dead Two starts to be a weird comparison because they yeah. start to be very different. But like it's definitely like hands down better than Evil Dead. All right, like, and what was the other movie? Uh, Knights of so Dynasty. are we right under Hackers? What's below Hackers? Resolution. resolution. Yeah, I, yeah. Under below hackers, hackers, above Resolution. Above Resolution. Okay. That is a reasonable place to put it. And That's top ten. It is. Yeah. And now Knights of Badassdom. Yep. Uh, I, when I was looking at the list going in this morning, what's below... Uh, well, let's, we start, let's start at the all-important... Star Wars. No, I was gonna say, what's below? What's below? We are your friends. We are your Tom Petty friends. and the Heartbreakers running down a dream. Have you guys watched four hours of this movie yet? Nope. No. God damn it. <laughs> what's underneath that? Warm bodies. Warm bodies. Was it better? Well, than that's actually a pretty good comparison there. <laughs> was it better? Paranormal than warm activity. Bodies? The ghost dimension. Because I was gonna say, I think Warm Bodies was a little bit better. Okay. Paranormal activities of the ghost dimension. I actually put that on because I remembered you talking about it, the paranormal activity, yeah. and and then it finished, and I was like, I literally don't remember a thing that happened <laughs> on the screen. Like, not, I have absolutely no recollection of anything. You're just like, shit, stuff happened. <laughs> okay, I don't know. And I guess like, some people are dead, some can, people are. Can not. I honestly even say I watched it? <laughs> What's the quote that we have for it? Like, Long story short, paranormal activity, ghost dimensions, more paranormal activity. I can't believe they've done it for six movies. <laughs> That's pretty much the reaction. It's just like, huh, that happened. Okay, I think it is above paranormal activity, ghost what's below? What's below paranormal activity, ghost dimensions? Mort Mordecai. Okay. <laughs> Which, so... 
takes a lot of heat, but I still didn't hate that as, movie. As me. Yeah, you could sit through it again. <laughs> yeah. As me, I think just under Warm Bodies. I'm all right with I that. I think is like, it's like I it, kind of liked Warm Bodies. Exactly. I think Warm Bodies was a little bit better, a little bit tighter. Like, yeah. Still in that goofy bullshit. And I was like, so it's below Warm Bodies. and But I think it is above Paranormal Activity <laughs> Ghost Dimension. Yep. I feel that I'm, I'm good with that. Good stuff. Is that a wrap? That is a wrap on the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, episode 508. What? Woo! That's not right. <laughs> it's like 116. I don't know. Bye. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.